Good evening, and welcome to the Matthew Danko Podcast. Don't call it that. I'm your host, Matthew the Dr. Danko. Hey folks, surprise, surprise, it's only been, what, five months since I lasted an episode? Um, And this actually isn't a real episode, in fact, it's just an update episode. And I'm sure you're wondering why would I update you when I haven't spoken with you in five months? What could I possibly have to say? Well, um... The Matthew Danko Podcast will be touring the country this month. Um, I have shows in Austin, Texas on the 17th through the 20th, uh, Boston, Massachusetts through uh, September 8th through the 12th, and all of this is bullshit because there's only two people listening, and neither of them are in Austin or Boston. And I just realized that that rhymed, and I had no intention of that. But anyways, um, all jokes aside... Yeah, I haven't posted anything in a while. Um, I wanted to update you guys on a few things that are going to be happening in the next few months because there's a lot of shit that's going to be happening, and since I haven't talked to you in a while, this is the perfect time to do it. So the next episode of the Matthew Danko Podcast should be within the week. Um, I recently saw The Killing Joke, the Batman the Animated uh DC movie, and also, you know, I saw Civil War, which I didn't really talk about, um, and Suicide Squad is out now, I'm hopefully going to be taking Jesse to see that, and since we did Batman vs. Superman, um, and then she also saw Civil War, we're gonna do sort of quick reviews of all those movies, you know, hopefully very soon, when we get out to see it, hopefully tomorrow by the time this goes up, you know, we'll have already seen it and then we'll be able to do the episode and give you guys the details on all of those. Um, cause she actually did watch the killing joke with me. So she should be able to give some feedback on that. Um, aside from all that, you know, I'm kind of pulling away from the Matthew Danko podcast and not in this sort of You know, I don't want to podcast anymore because I really, really do want to podcast. I just don't know if I want to keep the Matthew Danko podcast going. Um, You know, first of all, can you really call it going since I am so intermittently leaving and coming back and every episode is a comeback episode and the Dank Knight Returns and all that shit? Like, first of all, I don't even think my fan base... For the few people that actually did listen, if you're out there listening now, wow, because you have the most patience in the world, I doubt anyone has subscribed to it, or if they subscribe to it, it's one of those things where like they don't even get notifications for it, so anytime I get a new episode, they'll never really know until they're like, you know, I haven't listened to a Matthew Danko podcast episode in a while. And so it's good. So, like, they don't check it for five months, and it turns out the next time they do check it, there's a new episode. So, you know, maybe that's my style of podcasting. Once every blue moon, and then, you know, my fans are happy. They don't get too much of me, and then they don't have to send me death threats saying, shut the fuck up, on the internet and on these free podcasts. So maybe it all works out in the end. But I think I really... The biggest problem for me podcasting is that I do not have a host, like a co-host rather, um, 
it's just me and I don't have anyone holding me accountable for it. Like, like I said, I mean, how many people actually listen to the show? So they, you know, since I don't know, since I always make the joke that there are maybe two people listening, I have no idea, you know, who actually gives a shit. There are people I know that have listened and listen every now and then, but you know, it's not an ongoing thing. And that's not what I want my concern to be. Like, I started the Matthew Danko podcast because I had shit to say. And while I still do have shit to say, and I've been using, you know, Facebook, I've been writing these long, super deep posts and things for myself just to get them out there to people to see it. It's I've never actually written something expecting people to see it. I've always written it for myself. And the Matthew Danko podcast started out that way. But then I started worrying about, you know, how many people are actually listening versus the want to do it. And I've never wanted it to become that sort of thing. Like the podcast is supposed to be for me, but it's become for other people in a sense. And in that same sense, if it is for other people, I'm doing a real shitty job at keeping it for other people because, you know, it literally has been the last thing we podcasted about was Batman vs. Superman, which literally did come out March 25th. So, yeah, it's been about five months since I've done an episode, and that's no good. Like, so much shit has happened in the five months. I would have liked to have shared it with you guys, but since I don't have a consistent episode thing going, like, an episode a week or even an episode a month would have been fine. Sharing is completely useless because nobody's there to share it with. But anyway, so... I'm hoping that what needs to really change is that I get a co-host. And, you know, Jesse has been such a great sport about it because, you know, this podcasting thing, I kind of sprung on her. I was like, you know what? We should sit down and do a podcast and talk. And even though we sit down and talk all the time, thought of it recording, you know, makes people shy and all that. I've done a few episodes with friends, uh, Adam and Bobby from the Guys Talking About Shit podcast. You know, I've done it with Cody and Jamie on that Happy Tree Friends episode. Like, these are the people that I like to sit down and talk to, but we don't do it enough. And Jessie's schedule is pretty opposite my schedule. Like, she works till like 1, 2 in the morning. So I like to do podcasting in the evening. It would be so much better if I could do it in the morning, but then I work in the morning and it just it doesn't work out. Um, and by the time I come home, I'm exhausted. And if I get the energy to actually sit down and record, I don't have anyone to record it with. And that's not what I want to do. So I do think I'm going to recruit a co-host for a new podcast. Like the Matthew Danko podcast has had its run. I figured out some things that I didn't know before and I can move on and learn from it. Now in the next month, it's, Today, I'm recording this, it's August 12th. In the next month, I will be moving down to Virginia to pick up a contract with Bush Gardens. Um, it's a contract I had last year during Christmas, but 
now they want me for Halloween and Christmas. And the really cool thing about it is I will be with a bunch of people I met last year. You know, we bonded and, like, I made some really good friends. And my hopes is not only because it'll be Halloween and there'll be a whole month-long, probably two-months-long string of episodes Halloween-related, you know, maybe Tales from the Crypt episodes we'll watch and review, maybe uh, just movie marathons, shit like that, or even just catching up, introducing you guys to them, because they're really cool people. Hopefully, with these added hosts, I'll actually get the want to do it. And, you know, when you work down there, all of your time is pretty much dedicated to, you know, the park and getting it set up and the shows, like, it could be very draining, but we still had found time to hang out afterwards. And I think, you know, if I just record, we can get some pretty cool stuff going, and maybe that's what we need. And then, like I said, it'll be during Christmas, too, and the same thing. It'll be the same people. There'll be new people added. Maybe I'll make, meet a fellow podcaster while I'm down there and we'll hit it off, and it'll be great. But I think that that's the direction I need to take. I need to find somebody else hold me accountable for it. Also, the format, I've always wanted to change. Like, back in the day, and back in the day since, you know, there, there's like, what, maybe 20 episodes of the Matthew Danko podcast, probably a little less, which is a shame because this has been going on for, what, four years now? Um, so back in the day, relatively speaking, is four years ago. Back in the day, you guys, is like three episodes ago. Um, I was talking about starting a podcast network, and I still want to do that. Like, the guys talking about shit podcast is very strong. Like, those guys know what they're doing, and they don't, you know, necessarily have the time right now because of all the shit happening in their lives, but they've also have a format to their shows, um, that works. My show has always just been me rambling for an hour and a half. Like, this episode will probably be the shortest episode that ever exists, and, you know, it won't be the last episode, but it's probably the penultimate episode since, you know, the Suicide Squad Batman Universe review will be next. I just think I want to change the format. There are other things I've become interested in, and the Matthew Danko podcast has kind of been a catch-all. What I've always dreamt about doing in my head is having a sh each show dedicated to a different topic. This show has always been, you know, Batman, Kevin Smith. In the beginning, it was The Evil Dead. Comic books, kind of. Like, I want a show for each topic, and for each show, I want a different co-host. Because in my life, you know, we in all of our lives, we have those people that, like, there's one thing we have in common. And we connect to it on such a good level. And, like, there's certain conversations you can have with one person that you can't have with another person. Like my friend Mike Moose. You know, he's the guy that, you know, sort of helped me reignite my passion for toy collecting. Like, I would do it here and there. But then I met him, who was an avid toy collector, and, like, his collection is huge. It's very Star Wars heavy right now. But, like, that's something that him and I could do. A complete toy, you know, podcast show. I don't have a name for it right now. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. 
or the Greg from Greg's Toy Chest that I collab with sometimes, he and I could have a show doing toy reviews and shit like that. Like, there's so many people I have in my life that have so many connections to certain things. It's just about finding the right person for the right show. Like, you know, my buddy Ian, um, he has his show, uh, this, wow, this ain't cereal in my bowl, or this isn't cereal in my bowl. I, I should look it up, to be honest with you. But that's a complete, you know, music podcast. It's all focused around music, and the guy he does it with, um, they, they uh, I'm sorry, the podcast is actually called This Isn't Cereal in My Bowl. Um, Ian Compton and Matt, oh, I wish I could remember his last name. I'm so sorry if for some reason you guys are listening, but, you know, they, they have a focus. The problem with my life is, this is serious, the problem with my podcast, it's also a problem I have in my life, is I don't have focus. I have the patience, I have the willpower, I have the drive, some days more than other, but I lack the focus. I have all these ideas running around in my head, like, you know, different toy customized, different toy customizations I want to do, different um, build projects I want to do. I even have things I want to write. I have things I want to draw. I have so many projects running around in my head that I don't have a clear focus of this is where I start. And it was only the other day, like, it might be a week ago now, where I actually sat down with an idea and mapped it out for, like, the next few months. Like, that is another project that, you know, unfortunately will be a solo project that I might do a podcast doing, you know, the step-by-step thing, but the process of it because it's customizing a toy line um, based on a particular television show. And I, I don't want to give too many details away because, you know, if I start the project and I feel like I can't do it, I'm going to have to reevaluate and I don't want to go five months without doing an episode if that is the case. So, you know, but I have that idea and I mapped out like the budget for it and how long it should take me and each step of the process. Like that shows focus. That shows that drive. So I know I have it. I just I need something to push me that way, and like hopefully being around these people, these wonderful talents of people, this fall and winter, it'll help me do that. And I think that's what's always been missing, um, you know. And it's not even that I've never wanted to do a podcast with somebody. Like I've never sat down with somebody because I just didn't want to share a spotlight because I don't give a shit about that. I genuinely want to have conversations. You know, I had this idea of doing all these shows for the network and then nothing ever became of it because, you know, my focus was all over the place and that sucks because these are good ideas and not even that like, I'm going to make a million dollars off the ideas. They're just good ideas that make me happy thinking about. And if they make me happy thinking about them, then they should make me happy doing them, and I should just do them. So honestly, that's that's what I want to do. And I'm not saying maybe I won't, you know, make a new podcast 
where it's just a solo episode, like the most fun of all the podcasts I think I've done, not counting hosts, are the commentary tracks for DVDs, like the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Um, actually, was it Nightmare on Elm Street that I did? I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6. I put that on, and I just did commentary on the whole thing by myself. Now, that actually plays better with another person, but it was the most fun podcasting I've done by myself in a long time. Also, the episode where I play uh, Lego Batman 3. I'm playing the game, and I'm talking about it and commenting on it and going off on all these cool different tangents. Like That was fun because I was actually doing something. I felt involved. And if it's just me sitting across from a computer screen, sometimes I can lose my mind. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, because those of you who don't hang out with me might not know this. And actually, those of you who do hang out with me probably don't know this, but I talk to myself. And I know we all talk to ourselves, but I have, like, full conversations with myself, and not in a crazy way, not where, like, I'm answering things back, although sometimes, maybe. But, like, I'll have this idea in my head, or I'll just have something I'm thinking about, and I'll talk about it out loud and explain it to myself as if I'm somebody else and I don't understand the situation or I don't understand the idea. Part of it is a thinking exercise, getting the juices flowing in my brain, trying to figure out what it is I'm actually trying to figure out. And the other part of it is just sometimes I like to talk. I'm a very quiet guy. Like, I didn't talk in college for like the first three years. I just sat back and observed people, and I picked up a lot of great information just by observing. Like, that's who I am. I'm an observer. But the minute you ask me a question, I can go off on these on these wonderful rants and raves. Like, it's something that I do by myself so often, and I think it's honestly why I'm a lot more comfortable around myself like, not just because, you know, you're comfortable being alone and things like that, but, like, I enjoy being alone more often than being with other, like, groups of people. I, I don't do well in groups. Some groups, yes, because there are some groups where you just feel at home with, but, you know, if I, it's a new group of people, like, and I know maybe two of the people there, yeah, I'm good with them. I'll, I'll add to the conversation here and there, but more often than not, I'll just observe, get to know these people just by on how they talk. Because me, I'm a pretty simple person to understand, and it's just because, like, you know, I'm covered head to toe in Batman, so you know I like Batman. I'll probably bring up Kevin Smith at some point, and everything else, you can fill in the gaps. Like, I'm not super complicated, and not saying that people are complicated, but people... New people, at least, have a lot more um, depths to their character, I feel, that you can easily pick up on if you just sit down and observe them for, like, an hour, the first hour that you meet them, more so than you get by just diving into the conversation, at least with me. That's just me. That's, me, personally, I'm not a, you know, I don't start the conversation kind of guy. Like, I've tried, and I occasionally do, but... You know, the conversation, like, the conversation won't go as far um, 
lest you instigate and you ask the question because there'll be that one question you ask and I'll, I'll just start divulging information that you didn't even like look for like oh did you graduate where did you graduate college and it's like oh I went to Point Park for film and like I love Kevin Smith and these movies have you heard about Tusk and oh this movie Yoga Hosers is out now and it's touring and oh this guy at the Yoga Hosers Q&A he saw the movie and started going off on Kevin Smith about how this movie had no heart and Kevin Smith actually gave him his $40 back because the kid didn't like the movie and Kevin's like you know I, I I'm sorry you didn't like the movie like I appreciate you telling me all this but like you deserve like I don't want anyone coming for, away from this movie not liking it in the way that it's making them angry like this is a movie I made for myself and like there's a few other people that want to see it but because you think it doesn't have any heart doesn't give me the reason not to make it like I made this movie because there's you know uh, this whole world is full of whys and it's be the why not like that <laughs> all from where did you go to college like that is the kind of person I am to take one thing and expand upon it for as long as the universe is expanding if you try to get me to like oh yeah um so, where did you go to school before? Oh, oh, Princeton? Oh, awesome. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, favorite color? Like, that's really how it goes for me. And it's shitty communication skills, sure. But that's always who I've been. Um, so, having another person to play off of, my point being, it would make for great far greater podcast and I think this winter and fall um or as I call it win all 16 it's going to be so much fuller of podcasts and creativity and things that I've been missing for a long time um and part of the reason I've been missing all this you know I, I say that I'm busy and that's true but the real thing about it is that I've <clears throat> I've been kind of struggling um, financially <laughs> because I'm uh, you know I mean I've been in New York for a year like I graduated college and then a few months go by and then I moved to New York and I've been here for a year now I'm going to Virginia again and since I've been in New York I've worked four different places, sometimes two places at a time. I've gained some new experiences, but a lot of it has taught me that, you know, maybe I, at least right now in my life, maybe I don't belong here in New York City. And it's not like a, I hate the city because I've never hated New York City. Because there's, there's so much life and it really, one of the biggest things I hate about it, you know, apart from the shit's expensive, because you can go anywhere and shit can be expensive, but it's just, it's a lot more expensive than it was living at home, commuting to school and having a car, you know, going to the grocery store, not worrying about, you know, how am I going to carry all this shit home on the subway? Like, I had a trunk, I could put it in and all that. It's that I've been so worried about, um, money you know it's expensive but really the only thing that I don't like is 
how claustrophobic I've discovered I am on the subway. Like, that shit gets packed, especially during rush hour. And rush hour happens to be the times where I go in and come home from work. So train cars are packed, and in this heat, like, it can get so stuffy, and I just can't breathe. And that's something that I've never experienced before. I used to like small enclosed spaces. Like, it made me feel comfortable. I once slept, slept under a coffee table because it just felt comfortable. Unfortunately, that's not what I'm finding here. I can't sleep on a crowded subway train. I mean, sometimes you do because you're so worn out, but it's not like a comfortable thing. It's just like a, my eyes are so heavy and I'm falling asleep right now. And to be honest, like, I came here to do film stuff and, you know, I haven't really done it. Now... Part of that is not because there isn't film stuff available, um, because this is New York City. I mean, there's every day I would go to the Intrepid, there would be something filming on one of the streets that I would take on my walk to work. Like, I've walked through sets of Gotham and Blindspot and things like that. Um, they even filmed Limitless, that show that, based on the Bradley Cooper movie, they shot that at the Intrepid. Um, like, there's always film stuff to do here. What I recently discovered was that a lot of the film people that they pick for, like, PAs and assistant work are from NYU. And again, that's not, you know, the, the only reason that I haven't been jumping into film stuff. Um, you know, I've met a good few people that are into film stuff and made connections that way, which is all part of it. But really... The biggest thing is I'm not sure if film is what I want to do. Um, like, the idea of it sounds so cool to me. Like, creating something. Um, something that you can watch forever and get enjoyment out of. And making a movie with your friends has always been something I've wanted to do. And that's a big reason why Kevin Smith is an idol of mine. But I don't know if that is it. I think... The same way that I wanted to be a secret agent when I was a kid, you know, the secret agents I wanted to be like were Cody Banks, and James Bond, and the Spy Kids, which were based on movies. And to some degree, those spies sort of exist. The gadgetry, the things that I fell in love with, are a lot of special effects, which is something that I thought I, like, really wanted to do, but only recently. Like, it's not... Like, I wanted to be a spy, and then I realized, well, I really only like the spies in movies. Maybe I want to get into movies a little bit. And then, well, the things I like about movies, you start breaking it down, figuring out what it is you like. Like, I went in wanting to direct, and I've directed a few small projects, sure. But really, like, the bits and pieces that I've pulled from everything that I really liked are writing. I liked creating the world, and... Being in the film, because I just like being on screen, I guess, and also the making special effects and physical props, like bait and tackle. I was the sound guy for my production three class project, and I found that I got so much more enjoyment out of building a few of the props. And I wasn't even like the prop master on the set. I was just the guy who had a bunch of makeup shit and extra bits and pieces, I made a blood cannon, and I didn't use the blood cannon the way it could have been done, but it was a rush job, and 
you know, I didn't have that much experience doing it, but I had so much fun doing it that I realized that that's kind of what I wanted to do. And when it comes down to it in the end, it is just about creating. I like to create things. I think all of us kind of like to create things. I mean, that's the basis for a lot of the shit that we do, like the photographers and the costume designers and the writers and painters and um, architects, accountants, all of those people, like, as different as those jobs are, what they're doing is they're creating something from something else. And it's that finished project that makes them go, that was awesome. I'm not saying every accountant loves their job. I'm saying that there are accountants that are like, I'm going to take these numbers, add up to these numbers, divide it by these numbers, multiply it by those, carry this, do that. Boom. They crunch the numbers and what they come up with makes them happy that they're, and it's not even, it doesn't even matter what it's contributing to the world because they are the ones creating it. They're the ones going through the steps to make whatever it is they're doing a reality. And that is what people like to do. So yes, we all like to create. It's finding out what it is we want to create. That's the problem. It's a problem we face all the time. Some people like to teach. They like to create new ways of thinking and new new people out in the world that are just contributing to society. And it's not even like teachers will go to work every day and be like, I am contributing to the world by creating a whole new team of future leaders of America and shit like that. It's just going in being like, I love what I do and I'm, I'm creating something that will eventually contribute to the world. Maybe I'm getting far away from my point. I'm just... What's taking forever to figure out is what it is you want to create. It's not that you're not getting a job, because that's true. You're not technically going to get a job that you want to do necessarily. You get a job to survive in most cases, especially us just starting out. Some of us are already there. There are friends I have that are already doing what they set out to do, and I applaud them greatly. They're making the movies. They're having the times of their life. It's a lot of fucking hard work, and they all deserve it. But they know what they want to create. They want to create movies, and they want to be on sets and create something new in that medium. I'm just not there yet. And I, part of me got really excited when I came up with this toy customizing project because A, this is something that doesn't exist. B, it's something for myself. It's not like something I'm mass producing or even for 10 people. It's just something for me to have on my shelf and be like, I made that. And that has always been something that I've aspired to. It's always wanting to create something and going, I made that. And part of me is only realizing this now, literally right this moment, making this podcast. It's just creating something. That's all it's ever been. So I'm hoping 
and maybe you guys can hold me accountable for it. I'm hoping that this fall and winter, I create some really cool shit. But to be honest, like, I've been on a film set, but I, I really like theater sets a bit more. I don't know why. There's something more urgent about it. There's problem solving and quick thinking that I do well with, like, thinking on my feet, thinking of new ways. This, okay, here's a small story I might have told on another episode, and we'll probably go into it later if we do a podcast this fall, because they were all there. But, you know, the theater job I had last year in the winter for the Christmas show, Scrooge No More, there was a moment during a rehearsal where they needed a particular set piece that we didn't have. We had... We had this huge canvas sheet and bits and pieces of things just scattered around our stage, like our backstage area. And we pulled together some quick MacGyver-like shit in under an hour as a temporary thing. And to be honest with you, the a final design that actually came they came up with wasn't far off of what we created. In fact, without... Us creating what we created, they probably wouldn't have gotten where they got. And I bet you your sweet ass that that is actually what they're going to use this year, too. I bet you <laughs> so much money. And if I'm wrong, I will eat my hat. Not the Batman one, but one of them. I will eat it so hard, no milk, because... I really guarantee you that they didn't fix it. But that's beside the point. Like, we pulled that shit together super quick, and I love that thrill of, like, okay, think about all the things you've seen in the last six hours. What of all of those things can you use to make this work? Which is literally what I thought in my head when I was given the task. It was me, it was Hillary, and Brendan. And there were, Kevin was there too, helping out, and trying to remember if anyone else was on that crew. Not the crew, there were more people on the crew, but I mean on the the group assigned to finish this task. Like, at one point I had the idea of using jugs of water, and we used mic stands, which worked, but then didn't work. Like, there was so much shit that ran through my head of things that I had seen just from sitting in a room, looking around, that we were able to pull together some shit. At one point, we were using a drill, a drill bit, sandpaper, and we were drilling out a PVC thread inside a tube. Like, you see how that doesn't make any sense? That's what we resorted to, and we pulled it off to be honest with you. And that I had so much more fun doing. The closest thing that I have relatable to that experience is on the set of Bait and Tackle. Um, They needed fog for a mirror in the bathroom, like steam. I was like, you can use hairspray. This 
white foam, sp- like hairspray, like spray it on the window, and it made it like watery and fogged up, and you you couldn't see through it. Like there was that thinking on my feet, and then I I don't know. There was just so many cool things coming up with right on the spot, and in theater it's live. You like you have to do that. If you don't have a solution for it, like you don't have time to not have a solution. You have to think about it in the split second that it happens and figure out a way to fix it. And that I loved so much. Like I enjoyed that. And that was my first like real theater experience. The actual first theater experience I had, not counting the elementary school shit, was Romeo and Juliet, but I was on stage. Had they asked me to be stage crew and, and a tech probably would have found so much like I would have went down a completely different path in my life maybe still ended up at Point Park but there would have been so many different avenues I would have taken I wouldn't know half the people I know now but I would know all different new people it's that flap of the butterfly's wing like my whole world would have changed if I had just been a stagehand instead of an actor at the time but I also gained the experience of knowing what it's like to be an actor and shit that they have to go through and coming from film going into theater like all this shit translates and that's really cool but this episode wasn't even supposed to be about that it was just supposed to be an update but this is what i'm talking about and nobody even asked me the question i'm just literally talking in a room by myself again explaining things technically there's other people listening hypothetically speaking to this episode so i'm talking to you guys But in a much more real sense, I'm just talking to myself, explaining things to myself that I already know. And this is what it's like. Listening to the Matthew Danko podcast is like being in a room with Matthew Danko when he's alone, talking to himself. That is a really long tagline, but that's so accurate. (laughs) But besides all that, there'll be a new episode of the Matthew Danko podcast within this week. I promise you, I will record it with Jesse. We will review Civil War, Suicide Squad, The Killing Joke. Not even review them, but just get her take on it and me explain some shit. Hopefully she can remember that far back for what happened with Civil War. Hopefully I can remember that far back because it's kind of been a while. Um, So we'll get that up. That'll be... I don't know if you can hear that shit. That's happening right outside. Sirens and shit. Um, but yeah, that'll be the next episode, maybe the last episode. I might do a, like a goodbye episode, which will probably be 40 minutes or less. Um, we'll see. And then I'll take off in a new direction and start doing other podcasts, maybe do a Harry Potter podcast. That's a world I really want to get into. Um, horror podcasts with Halloween movies, not just Halloween with Michael Myers, but horror movies. Um, video games, you know, toys, like I made my own action figure and I haven't really talked to you guys about that, but that's more of a visual thing. And if you go to the, the Dr. Danko on Instagram and, or check the hashtag, the collector Danko or the hashtag, I'm an action figure now, um, you'll see all the pictures I've been taking because I've really gotten into toy photography. I've even think because I've posted so many toys, um, I've lost some people on Facebook because they're like, oh, fucking this guy again with his fucking toys. Like, grow up, son. And I'm like, well, fuck you. I have 
action figures for my action figures. Like my Matthew Danko action figure has a little Batman action figure he has, like very meta. He has a hoverboard now, he has the TARDIS, like what more could a guy ask for? Well, that's beside the point, but you know. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a quick episode. Again, I'm not actually touring anywhere in the United States. I don't have a reason to, and I wouldn't sell that many tickets. I would be broke, essentially. I would never break even on that tour, just so you guys know. But anyways, thank you for listening. Hopefully all the shit I said opens your mind a little bit and shows you some perspectives that you might not have had before. And I promise I will get back to podcasting. Um, just in a different way, in a better way. That's my goal for the end of 2016 is to just do better. Should be my resolution for every year, but, you know. Thank you for listening to the Matthew Danko Podcast. Don't call it that. I'm your host, Matthew the Dr. Danko.